When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. And that fumble right there led to a field goal. Oh, by the way, the Vikings won by a field goal. And then you just watch him just whipping offensive linemen one-on-one at the point of attack right here. Like James Hurst, like right there. Like this is how, what you got to do? You got to win your one-on-one battles. Like, he's been well taught at Alabama with the Giants how to beat one-on-one tackles, and down goes Taysom Hill. Like, Dalvin Tomlinson is an unsung hero on this team and on this defense. Brian Baldinger doesn't just like football. He loves football. Damn right. Is there anything better than just mouth-breathing Brian Baldinger hovering over his phone or computer his finger mangled because of football <laughs> he gave his body for football for us and now for us for social media content like what kind of sandwich do you think he eats between film clips oh ham I vision like like a chuck wagon one of those yeah. like, just <sighs> tons of ham jeez just piled up just, uh, football. yes well, you have found your way to Daily Vikings Entertainment here. This is Purple Daily, where we just want the Vikings to win the Super Bowl before we die. The show is presented by our friends over at TCL, one of the world's best-selling consumer electronics brands. They have a new lineup of award-winning TVs delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution, all at an affordable cost. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL and learn more at TCL.com. And also uh, our friends at Surly Brewing Company, a couple fun events on the horizon here if you want to Hang out with the crew and watch Vikings Vent Line live in the flesh, Judd. That is right. October 16th, in a couple of weeks, when the Vikings are playing the Dolphins in Miami, we will be at Surly Brew Hall for both a watch party that will then morph into a live version. We're taking the act on the road of Vent Line, at which there will be cameras. And so post-game, you know, a couple beers in, keep it clean. But you can get up and comment on, on what will hopefully be a Vikings win, and then the second uh, watch party will be November 6th after the game at Washington. But yeah, Furious, Before I Die, perhaps, Logic Bomb, so many great beers from our friends at Surly, and join us in a couple weeks for the watch party as well. Awesome. Awesome. All right, well, this is, uh, despite NFL Network ripping this segment off, apparently, this season, this is the original, write that down here, going back, I don't know, to like 2015 on Mackie and Judd and football-centric predictions here on Purple Daily the last couple of years. 
Here's how it works. Three Vikings or football-related predictions from everybody each week. They must be quantifiable. We keep track of completion percentage and touchdowns. And listeners, if you want to participate, like our friends Sebastian and Jesse from the Before We Die Purple Daily podcast, you can send us a message through the Score North app, and we will get you scheduled hopefully sometime this year. Are you guys ready to be held accountable? Yes. Are you ready to admit where you were wrong? Yes. Hey, Judd, why don't you admit it? I already did once. first time in your life today, admit it was that you were wrong. Ugly. It was nothing but a sea of red ink. So why not do it again? All right. Well, let's start with a couple more pieces of red ink here and a green for Judd. You said Daniil Hunter will have at least two sacks against the Saints. I forgot about my second one. Oh, my gosh. You said, I don't know what where this came from, yeah. but you said what Lewis Seen will injure Stefan Diggs and knock him out of the game when the Vikings play the Bills. Seen's a hitter. I thought he was going to be a starter by then. Unfortunately, his leg broke. Uh, a head-hunting prediction here. Yeah, it was. You did say that Justin Jefferson, uh, I'm sorry, this is supposed to be in red. I have oh, it in thanks. green on action. I really appreciate that. Yeah, that that he would be the down. offensive player of the month in September. I accidentally have this in green. Yeah. Mm. Teasing sure. there. Accidentally. I just want to make sure that I also have it in the right color in the in the real database here. No, what well, you know what? You don't don't check yeah, on you that. Can't. That's just gonna Let's take some time. Here. That's just gonna this take some important. time. It's important. I don't know. Check it. Uh, Jefferson. Yeah, I know I dinged you. I just had it the wrong color. All right. right here. Thanks a lot. All right, I had two things come off the board. I said Daniil Hunter and Zadarius Smith will combine for at least four sacks against the Saints. That did not happen. But I did say Justin Jefferson would catch at least seven passes against the Saints. Hey, oh. Caught 10, didn't he? He catch 10? 10 yes. for like a buck 50 or something? Yeah, it was a big, big day. Ooh. Big day, very big day. All oh, right, boy. listeners had a crazy week here. A bunch of stuff off the board. Uh. A Danish said Kirk Cousins would have 300 yards passing and a passer rating over 100 against the Saints. Ben said KJ Osborne and Adam Thielen would combine for at least a buck 20 and a touchdown. And Jefferson would have at least, this is from Drew, Jefferson would have at least four touchdowns through week three of the season. This should have come off the board last week, but he did not. But... Danish said the Vikings will have at least two takeaways in London, a very takeaway-heavy team, or a turnover-heavy team, and they did that. And then I think these are both touchdowns. Um, ben had a parlay. He said Justin Jefferson scores at least a touchdown. I like how he didn't specify receiving touchdown. Yep. At least 75 receiving yards, and the Vikings win. 100%. Touchdown. And then Dimitri said Justin Jefferson would score a touchdown lining up behind the backfield before the bye week, and he did. Technically, he scored two of them because week one, he can't anything like jet sweep, this would count. And he has two, he has two jet sweep motion touchdowns. One was a passing play against Green Bay, and the other was a running play against the Saints. I'm not, you guys want to fight this? I'm not attempting to. Ding this, because it's impressive, okay? But I will ask a question. On that play in question, where did he line up? Uh, was he in the shotgun with Kirk? That's when I I, I don't remember. I so, believe he came. I believe it was a jet sweep. So Okay. So you're saying he'd have to line up in the I'm backfield, saying, like, like I'm just saying the in semantics, a running back spot or something. If this is, if this is recorded in the exact way... Up. Then he didn't line up a jet sweep. You, you're at receiver. Oh, yeah. no, but I, I, I don't want to ding him. 
No, I you don't do. want to. It's okay. No, no I want to talk about it. I know I want to talk about it. I want to talk about it because semantics are important. I think that with this being a touchdown play, he deserves the point. If it was you guys, I'd fight it. Well, I a, need I need Declan's opinion. Now you've you've broached this to the But I don't know where you lined up here. too. So cuz I might be If he was I'm, at, a, I'm asking. Lining up behind <laughs> the backfield. Well, it, in the backfield is what he meant, but I go along if with If he like, was you know, in the shotgun with Kirk it counts. If he was if it's a jet sweep and he came around, this does not count. I I I got to look at not, what it where he was. Um I don't I'd have to go look at the film again. I, I think it was jet sweep motion. Okay. Pretty sure it was jet sweep motion. I'm going to take it off the board for now on the on the spreadsheet. I'm going to highlight it, and we will review the tape, and then we can have a, an educated discussion, educated in air quotes, for uh, for next week. I feel like such a jerk. I mean, I was gonna I was gonna cause I issue awful. regardless, uh, regardless I of terrible. you being this somewhat sensitive person on this issue. I, this would have just been wrong for me. I'm just I feel awful. Judd definitely would have brought the hammer down on deck. Oh God, he, he would. Oh God, yes. if it was you guys, I'd, I'd hammer this. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, it's a listener, and I, you know, okay. I mean, he was a good guy. The rules are the rules. We will we'll do a review of this. So, um, Declan, you had two things come off the board. You said Viking Saints goes over forty three and a half, and Justin Jefferson will go over a hundred yards against the Saints. Uh, so the, yep. I found the play. He comes around from the slot. And it's a jet sweep. It was jet a jet sweep motion. Yep. So the jet question sweep. here would be, is a jet sweep considered lining up in the backfield? No, he's in motion. No, but Phil's saying if you come in motion, like it's now not. You're, if you're in motion, now you're, the the lining up thing is what's getting. Yep. Correct. Right? Correct. He he scored a touchdown from the backfield. Correct. Yes, sir. That is it's accurate. the lining up part of this that is in question. That, yeah. If he, he had just line said, up in the backfield, but he but he scored a touchdown from the backfield. If he had just said Justin Jefferson will score a rushing touchdown, or a touchdown out of the backfield, or not, yeah, yeah. yes, that's true too. Anyway, any, I, I oh, you might have to leave it on the board. I just feel terrible. No, you okay. don't. It sounds <laughs> good to say I do. Okay, leave me alone. I've had a bad week. So, Declan, uh, you're still leading with a 38% completion percentage and 10 touchdowns. Listener stats are a little bit out of whack here because I didn't I didn't change them. But I'm back in second place at 34.3%, six touchdowns. Judd, 33%, six touchdowns. Listeners, probably slightly below 25% and five touchdowns if you're keeping track at home. So, uh, there we go. All right. Nice job. Getting through that accountability session, everyone. Let's bring our guest listener predictors in here. Our friend from not only the Bar Down Beauties podcast, if you are a hockey fan out there, but she's also hosting twice a week with our guy Thor Nystrom, the Before We Die podcast as part of the Purple Daily Network. She is Jesse Pierce. Hello, guys. Jesse. You're making your first Purple Daily write that down appearance. You came on and slung some uh, some wild predictions once and nailed an obscure goalie. Didn't you nail like a... Trade. They were going to trade uh, Kapokakinen, yep. and yeah. they were probably going to get Mark Andre Fleury. Though we didn't include the Mark Andre Fleury bit as, it was as off the, the record. Yes. Yeah, still good. So Jesse making her debut on Purple Daily. Write that down. And then Sebastian, what's going on, man? Welcome into the show. Oh, I think I think we're, you're muted there. He's got to unmute. Can we yourself, unmute? Sebastian. Can we unmute? Can you unmute yourself? There, you go. Yeah, there, there we go. go. Perfect. Sorry. Sebastian, uh, I, welcome in. 
by the way, Brian Baldinger probably eats a Reuben. That that's, oh, that's totally yes. it. It's corned beef. It's corned beef. Yeah. And rye. Re- yeah. That's like a a sandwich, you know? But, <laughs> and he and he eats nice it. You know how like honest. most people eat a Reuben with two hands? Yep. He probably has just one yeah. paw on the back of the Reuben. Yeah. Yeah, I think with the finger all like, like bent <laughs> the wrong but, way. But the bent finger provides some support for like any of <laughs> the Reuben meat that would slide off the back. It kind of the, the finger kind of <laughs> catches it, you know. I like it. So, uh, Sebastian, when did you first become a Vikings fan? When did they first break your heart? Well, they first broke my heart in 2009. I think that's for a lot of Vikings fans my age. But I'm 25. So I'm in that weird area in my life where I've never seen the Twins win anything or the Vikings win anything. Uh, I'd have to say my first season was probably 2004, though. It was a funny year. Uh, so it's like this weird, like, I've not really had a quarterback my whole life, but I've been feeling the pain. <laughs> what do you mean? Kirk Cousins is your quarterback. What do you, what, what's wrong with Kirk Come Cousins? on, man. Be careful. Crusaders, <laughs> Crusaders <laughs> unite. Really the, it sucks because Kirk Cousins is the most stable quarterback I've had in my life. How sad is that? Yeah. Why can't you just love him? It's like a step Why can't he just make plays? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a fourth quarter comeback machine this season you guys are just ripping him uh, so alright uh, Jesse for the audience that has not sampled before we die yet we recommend you go do so when did you first become a Vikings fan what was the first time they ever uh, I don't know made you angry <laughs> Oh, 1998. I mean, I was still old enough. I was blaring. Remember when KDWB made that whole welcome to Miami because the Vikings oh, yeah. were going to Miami? I'm Bien blaring that. A Miami. Yeah, yes. it was so good. Um, and my dad, longtime Vikings fan, like his plaster was jerseys and everything. And that was the first time I've ever seen him remove his Vikings jersey and just be so brokenhearted. So for me, I felt that pain. I was late to a basketball tournament because of it as well, because we had to watch it and as my dad says, why are we playing basketball on a Sunday anyway? Um, yeah, so, so there <laughs> there was like that. Man. 2009 was also uh, another one that I really remember back in college, as much as uh, adult beverages will allow you to remember such sorrow mm. and loss. But, Good for uh, you. When, yes, when, when yes. he removed the jersey in 98, I'm envisioning, like, you guys ever seen the movie Rudy, where they all just kind of walk in <laughs> solemnly with their folded jerseys and put them yes. on the desk of the coach? 100%. And he just, like, folds the jersey up stoically sets it down and it was basically he's like i'm sorry sorry we're late here you go and just laid it down on his feet and like walked away just yeah exactly (laughs) it that's exactly what happened we won the basketball game though not that he cared but you know (laughs) say small consolation yeah exactly i remember we i used to play it was like my junior year in high school and i was in a fall baseball league and i think it was 2001 it was one of those crappy seasons transitioning to mike tice and we would have the game. We would just put the games on the radio in the dugout, and we would just be listening. But they were so bad that it really didn't matter. Ninety-eight, different story. If you're playing playing on a Sunday, we had a song, time. guys. I just can't. It's still <laughs> in my head every now and then. We had a song. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Bienvenido a Miami. Miami. All right. Yeah, and then they had the radio. Ca- oh, so good. <laughs> so here's how this is going to work. We're going to start with we're going to start with Jesse, and then over to Sebastian, Judd, Declan, back to me. And uh, the predictions must be football or Purple Daily related, and they must be quantifiable in some way. Otherwise, you can pretty much uh, do whatever you want within those parameters. So, Jesse, the floor is yours. Lead us All right. I am going to start in the now with the game coming up against the Chicago Bears. Adam Thielen, three touchdowns. 
Whoa. 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 Out of the gate. Whoa. Big. Whoa. Going big. <laughs> Three? I don't know if you guys know he's from Minnesota, too. So, no. like, we can get extra hyped on that. Whoa, that is crazy. We should, someone should do a pregame feature on that. It should point. be. I, you know, I think to try, I think he went to college here, too, which is wild. No, yeah. no, we would have yeah. heard of him. Cinderella story. <laughs> uh, wow. So, can we, uh, can we say at least three touchdowns in case, I don't, if he scores four, I don't want to have to. I like that. Let's do, let's do at least three touchdowns. Yep. I'll, I'll take wow. that. If he yeah. scores five and we have to come on here and say, oh, she said three. <laughs> yes, yeah, I want the green. Give me the, give me the best chance. He is still incredible in the red zone, too. And he's been, you know, he's finally been targeted more just all over the field. But, like, I still think he's one of the most trustworthy guys inside the 10 to just yes. get open. So It's possible. I got a feeling, guys. I got a feeling. Oh, boy. Wow. Oh, boy. oh there it is. <laughs> Breaking it out. Already busting out the, the lame puns here. All right, Sebastian, your first prediction. All right. I'm going to be making my first prediction from Schultz Stadium the place where Mickey Mantle hit his first career home run nice. in Independence, Kansas. It's not a baseball field anymore, but, you know, thought it would be cool to share with the show. Cool. Like and uh, he hit a 460-yard bomb, by the way, here for his first career home run. Uh, but anyway, back to football. My first prediction is that the Chicago Bears will have a uh, season high in yards against the Vikings this week. Write that down. What's the, off the top of your head? What's the bar they need to clear here? I mean, just the the highest total yards that they've had this season. Do you? But do, like, have they have they have they had any high yardage? I think they've been pretty awful offensively, right? Yeah. We can, I don't we think can they've had up. any really high yardage. Game. This is like a, a really well designed chunk play. Okay. Yeah, I like this. I think I, mean, I think the Vikings defense, like a, weary from travel, could definitely. I honestly see this. don't know what the bar is. <laughs> like what? How many? Is I do. The most yards they got this season. <laughs> I just know against the Vikings, they'll surpass that. Judd doesn't know what the bar is, but he knows where. Where? The bar the, it's is. right down the street. <laughs> just go that way. You'll be there before you know it. All right, Judd. Over to you. Your first prediction. I, I will also do a Vikings-Bears prediction. The Vikings will cover what I found yesterday, six-and-a-half-point spread against the Bears on Sunday. So the oh, Vikings will yeah. cover that spread. That and that's seven. what I found yesterday. You know who was the uh, provider of that spread? I Googled it and found it. I don't recall which one <laughs> because the only I found, I found it on two and a half, a two and a half on Google. I'm going to take the over. Yeah, the, my, my only issue here is a lot oh, of it has – hold on. No, no, no. A lot of the sports books have it at seven, and okay. that's that's a big difference. So are they going to cover a seven-point spread or a six-and-a-half-point spread? Yeah, wouldn't, I wouldn't found six-and-a-half. Wouldn't want them I to I found six-and-a-half, okay? <laughs> I found six-and-a-half. Just Google it. You'll find it. Oh, funny. Maybe, De- maybe Declan could have found two-and-a-half yeah. if he went back last Well, time. you know what? You he should have looked harder. me. I Googled that the Bears' uh, total offensive yards this year, 1,099. Wait, they have 1,099 Wait, for the, the season. Oh, yeah. we're looking season. for okay. a single for game. game. Oh, okay. a single. Ah, yeah. guys, darn it. Okay. Uh, come on, Pierce. I think they might me. go for 1,000 yards in that game, actually. <laughs> the Vikings and then you know what they'll do? They'll cover the six-and-a-half-point spread. Yeah. <laughs> Justin Fields will have 800 yards rushing. <laughs> Uh, Declan, over to you for your first prediction. All right. Uh, I'll say this, because uh, I was originally going to cover a spread, but after getting burned and Judd's magical six and a half, I'm going I'm <laughs> to change this a little bit. Actually, I'm going to go for a three-item parlay that I believe this is enough for a touchdown. Uh, the Vikings beat the Bears by at least seven. They never trail in the game, and they score at least 25 points. Wow. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah. So they so never trail. They win by at least seven, and they score at least twenty-five points. I think if if these things that yeah. you guys are predicting, Judd and Declan about the Vikings come true, I would. I, I think this is going to be more of a grind just because of the travel and division and things. But that would be impressive. Write this down. Be impressive. Okay, write this down. Everybody is down on Johnny Munt because he he had a an easy catch. That ball went like right through his torso. I don't know how he even dropped that ball. It just he was like a ghost and the ball just floated right through him or something. But this will be the Johnny Munt revenge game against the Bears. And I'll note too before I make this prediction, Kevin O'Connell seems great at pumping up players that would otherwise be like insecure or sad in some way. Greg Joseph misses the extra point. Mm-hmm. And Kevin O'Connell pumps him up post game locker room speech. He said, Greg, what did we talk about after you missed that extra point? It's coming back to you, man. You're going to make the game winning. He's the ultimate pump you up after you fail guy. Uh And so I'm sure he's got the armor on Johnny Munt saying, dude, coming back to you in the red zone. Be ready against the Bears. And so Johnny Munt, write this down, will score his first career NFL touchdown against the Chicago Bears. Yes, this is the second time I've made this prediction. Johnny Munt fever. It's unbelievable. I love it. Johnny Munt will score his first career NFL touchdown. All right, back to Jesse Pierce. All right, well, let's go with, I'm going to go with kind of general, the double doink, guys. We love the double doink, right? We love the way it went for the Minnesota Vikings field goals, not generally going the Vikings way. The double doink is going to go the opposite way for Minnesota this season, probably in a far more dramatic fashion, like in a loss in the NFC Championship. We can have that or not, but I think we're going to get another double doink. It's just not going to be. For the Vikings, it's going to hand them a loss. In the wow. Wow. So oh, well, my God. Does the double doink apply to either the Vikings or their opponent in this case? So, like, the no, Vikings, the Vikings miss- have to double doink it. So, Greg okay. Joseph, basically. Greg Joseph, basically. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. I'm sorry. It's Ooh. That's field goals for you, right? 98. Man. Yeah. The double. Who, who was? Was it the Bears? Was yeah. it Cody Parkey? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That was, was that a double doink or a triple yeah. doink? Ooh, I thought that it was, was double doink. That was double. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Would a triple doink be possible off the, the right upright? Yeah. Comes kind of back across, bam, bam, and then bam. yeah. yeah. <laughs> It'd be very hard. Write <laughs> <laughs> this down. All right, Sebastian, your second prediction. Uh, I'm going to call my own number for a rushing touchdown right here. All right, so Kansas, Kansas State. And Oklahoma will all play in bowl games this season. Write that down. Okay. So they're all going to be bowl eligible, basically, right? Uh, I'm, I'll am i go as far as to say they'll play in the game. Okay, yeah. Which team is, the, is Kansas is traditionally pretty terrible, but they're, they're good horrible. this year. But they're, they're known good. as garbage. The season doesn't start until November when basketball does. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so... But they they beat the Cyclones Don't on say Saturday, it. Jesse. Say it. Yeah, miss miss double doink. Iowa State, TCU, Baylor, Oklahoma State. So they're going to really have a tough time here. Yeah, Matt Campbell fever done. It's Leopold now, the Kansas coach. He's the hot commodity. Oh, no. Jesse Pierce, please. Iowa State. Is Matt Campbell on the hot seat now? No, God, he's just no. not the. God, he, no. <laughs> He's just, He's just not as wanted there. in the NFL as much yeah. as he yeah. was. But, okay. You know. Thanks, Judd. Right, hey, Judd. you brought up the yeah. double doink. I was just, uh, yeah, just I saw an opportunity <laughs> to pounce, okay? Back I forgot how positive you generally are. So Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Mr. Sunshine, they call me. <laughs> All, right. All right. Back to Judd. 
Justin Jefferson will have five or more catches and one or more touchdown receptions on Sunday against the Bears. Five or more catches, and he'll catch at least a touchdown. And I did say catch. I did say catch a touchdown, not rush for a touchdown. So I'll be clear. If I yep. were if I were a quarterback, I would uh, I would request that Justin Jefferson comes across the front on those jet sweeps so I can get the touchdown pass credit, flipping it to him instead of the handoff last week. Orbit Plus can't the, do that. The him. handoff too, it, it brings in a whole like possibility of fumbling. If you botch the handoff, it's a fumble. If he if he runs in front of you and you pitch it to him forward and it falls on the ground, it's an incomplete pass, right? Yeah. Yes. So I would recommend for everyone involved here that we. Just make sure that the jet sweep doesn't bite us in the butt. Uh, all right, Declan, your second prediction. All right, my second prediction, kind of similar to Judd's, uh, but I'll say Justin Jefferson goes for at least seven catches, 100 yards, and at least a touchdown. So at least seven catches, at least 100 yards, and at least a touchdown against yeah. the Bears on Sunday. Okay. Yeah. We'll get a gritty out of that somewhere. Sure. Okay. <laughs> We right should make Judd do the gritty on TikTok. Mr. Sunshine. Mr. Yes. I, will will oh, yeah. you learn the gritty for TikTok? Absolutely. Absolutely. The kids love me. I'll do whatever it takes for the kids to love me more because they already dig Judd. Careful, Michael Jackson. Careful. Nah, I didn't, yo, you, you know what? You didn't have to go there. Careful. Just be careful. Uh, all right. Write this down. Greg Joseph. This is the anti-double doink, Jesse. Okay. All right. All right. Greg Joseph will make his next five 50-plus-yard field goals. Mm. He's dialed. And I know that he missed a couple of those. <laughs> they're going to learn their lesson. They're going to shut the doors so that the wind isn't gusting inside U.S. Bank okay. Stadium. So he's not going to have to deal with that anymore. Greg Joseph, who is dialed in, will make at least his next five 50-yard field goals. 50-plus. Write it down. Write this down. Greg the nice. leg. Nice. Let's get like it. it. All right, get Jesse, it. your third and final prediction. All right, I'll try to bring back the fans, the Viking fandom. Uh, Justin Fields is going to throw two interceptions and get sacked three times. Okay. Just going to be an abomination of a game for Mr. Fields. So, And can we say at least? At least, sorry, at least two interceptions and at least three sacks. It's a trap that people can fall into. I like it. I like we, you looking We let each other me, fall so. into the trap like because, yes. you know, it's we do this every week. But Yeah. I, she. She yeah. predicted a double doink, and then you still helped her? Yes. I mean, once you did the double he's doink. He's a kind man, Judge. He is. No. He's a kinder man. man than me. I'm on Action yes. Network, and in the 10 sports books, none of them have six and a half points for the Vikings Bears. <laughs> okay, make it seven. Just make where, it seven. No, where did you get six and a half? I Googled it yesterday, and I called yeah. up the first thing I found, and it said six and one half points, but it's probably gone up by now, so make it seven. They will win by more than a touchdown, so I... It's splitting hairs. Just take, just make it seven. It's not splitting hairs to Declan, who just got yes. nipped on this. De- exact Declan's thing. been mad the entire show because he got nipped on what he assumed was a win, and it wasn't. Okay, so just make it seven. Stop pouting and let's get back to today's proceedings. Okay, will do. All right, all right. Uh, Jesse Pierce again. Find her and our guy Thor Nystrom as well every Monday and Thursday on the Purple Daily YouTube channel and podcast feed. Before we die. Uh, Jesse, since you have this platform here now, this life-changing moment yes. once again, is there anyone in your life you'd like to thank that brought you to write that down today? 
just mostly myself. You know, yeah. I, people thought I wouldn't make it, but <laughs> I did. here we are. Yeah, right. Exactly. My own greatness. <laughs> My own greatness. Freddie Mitchell thanked Guess his we'll hands one time after a football game. <laughs> so, like Freddie, uh, what'd you see on that twenty-five yard fourth down catch? Uh, I just like to thank my hands. There okay, you, go. you know it's, it makes sense. So, thank All right, you Jesse, thanks for thanks, your predictions. Jesse. Yeah, bye. We'll see you over go on cycle before we die. We'll <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sebastian, what's your third and final prediction? All right, so I'm going to make a stinky Green Bay prediction here. Uh, Green Bay will go three and zero in the next three games. Write that down. They play the New York Jets, the New York Giants, and the Washington Commanders, so they should easily be able to sweep those three teams. Yeah, yeah. The, the Packers are kind of doing the thing that they've done, which is get smoked in Week One, yeah. and then and they stack go up like twelve wins out of nowhere. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's they're definitely anyone who thought, oh, it's, you know, they're they're dead. No, they're not. They're going to win like twelve games or something. You're going to yeah. have to go get them. So, well, great work here, Sebastian. We appreciate uh, your predictions. Is there anyone in your life you'd like to thank that brought you to this pinnacle life moment right now? You know, I'll I'll thank my dad for putting me in a Randy Moss jersey when I was a baby, um, and condemning me to a life of torture <laughs> and suffering. Uh, but I'll also go ahead and thank my girlfriend. She has to listen to you guys every day, as well as you know, you know she. She's just now getting into football, so we're we're working on it. But thank you guys for having me on. If anyone wants to follow me on Twitter, I'm at Seabass the Best, and uh, or Vikings Wario is my name on there. So thanks for having me on, guys. Awesome, man! Great, Great job, stuff. man, Sebastian. Bringing the predictions here. His debut. Great work. Yeah. All right, Judd. Let's finish out strong here. Finish out strong. Fourth quarter. Fourth quarter. Fourth quarter. Fourth quarter. We play four quarters here. I'm actually going to go outside the Vikings and make a National Football League prediction uh, based on the Dallas Cowboys' success and their defense thus far. While Dex is a Kellen Moore stan, I'm going to tell you that you can write this down. Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn will be a head coach in this league next season. He's going to get a job. Uh, Might be the Cowboys. I don't know. But... He will get a, a job. The Cowboys defensively, I think, have done too much the last two years for Quinn not to get a sniff again. So Dan Quinn will be a coach next season. Yep. I think sometimes the you know the, the recycled defensive guys don't get the look. Todd Bowles finally got another look, right? And yeah. I get it. You want, especially if you have a young quarterback, you want to maximize your young quarterback. So I would be careful hiring defensive guys, but he would be near the top of the list of defensive guys that would deserve. Agreed. A second chance. He also hired some pretty damn good offensive coaches to run that side of the ball yes. when he was in Atlanta, right? Yes. So it would make some sense. All right, Dex. All right, my final prediction. I'll go with the NFL one as well. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater starts the Dolphins this weekend, so I'm obligated to make a Teddy Bridgewater prediction. So write this down. Teddy leads a fourth-quarter comeback or a game-winning drive for the Dolphins against the Jets. Now I know the Jets aren't great, but I think we'll have a classic clutch Teddy moment. So Teddy will lead a fourth quarter comeback or game winning drive for the Dolphins against the Jets this weekend. Write it down. He's probably playing against the Vikings, right? Probably. Oh yeah. What's yeah. the latest? Is there any like is Tua listed as concussed? Finally, like what are they? I think so. I've not been plugged into Tua news the last couple of days. Yeah, yes. he's concussed. And, okay. And he he was declared out for the Jets game. I think 
two days ago. Yeah. So yes, yeah, I think I think that the that he will face the Vikings. I think Tua won't play for like three weeks. Yeah, they're going to be extra cautious this well, time, right? If if he's deemed to have had two concussions within five days, x amount of weeks, then then I think he has to sit out a month, right? Okay. Isn't that the new NFL rule? I don't know, but that's sounds certain. plausible. All right, final prediction here, and we're going to go to my guy, you like that? Kirk Cousins, you like that? this Sunday. MVP. So I think this game is going to be kind of a grind. You're yeah. traveling over to London. You're coming back. Mm-hmm. You're weary. You've played in these these two last two games have been tough. Plus, you had the you know the Monday night game before that. It's just it's been a tough schedule to start the season here. So I think they're going to grind through this game. But in the end, write this down. Kirk Cousins will tally a third consecutive fourth quarter comeback. Or game-winning drive. Sure. So he has a fourth-quarter comeback and, again, two fourth-quarter comebacks, two game-winning drives. Some Usually they're kind of attached to each other, but if, like, the game is tied or something or whatever. So I want to leave room for both of these things. He will have either a fourth-quarter comeback or a game-winning drive in this, statistically. Write it down. All right. Okay. The fourth-quarter Pharaoh, the Fair secondary Slayer, the Colossus of Clutch himself. You like that? Kirk. Cousins. Colossus a clutch. MVP. Colossus a clutch. Stats aren't great, but he's getting wins. All he does is win now. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Colossus of losing weight? The luminary of losing (laughs) weight. The luminary, yes. That, that, of course, is our friends at Livia Weight Control Centers who helped me drop 40 pounds. Dawn is down 16. Our friend Chris Ron uh, from down the hallway, uh, down 10 plus pounds. And if you join right now, you will get your first eight weeks for free. Imagine all the weight that can come off, all the clothes that can fit in eight weeks, and it's free. The new Flex program, it lets you enjoy the foods you love, fruit, pasta, even bread. 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A, Livia.com, L-I-V-E-A.com. Inside or outside the state, it does not matter. Plenty of our uh, PD family have dropped weight in various, in you know, in I, I think, Arizona, Los Angeles, Florida. I could go on. The point is, livea.com, livia.com is the place where you can begin a weight loss journey and keep that weight off. Yeah, shout out to our friends at Prize Pick. So uh, we, we keep seeing screenshots from uh, listeners and social media followers who have been having a blast on Prize Picks. An easy way to play daily fantasy. You just pick between two and five players and an over under on their projections. You can win up to 10 times. On any entry, you can even run mixed sport entries. So if you want to run a little baseball playoffs over here with somebody, you know, whatever, Aaron Judge uh, goes over on a half home run or something, combine that with football. You can combine sports. It's a blast. You can use the promo code NORTH and Price Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Promo code NORTH and Price Picks will match your first deposit up to 100 Plus, you can help us out by telling them, hey, these jokers on Purple Daily uh, you know, helped pique my interest in prize picks. So go make that happen. And also, if you're like Judd or really any of us, and you're not really confident when it comes to fixing things around your home, Finch mm-hmm. Home Solutions is the partner for you. That is right. And and here is the the thing. 
do it yourself. You know what? That's fine if you're going to go fix a fence or something, right, guys? I mean, you're gonna, you're, you know, you're gonna make a small <laughs> co- cosmetic change. I'm, I'm not fixing a fence. That. I yeah. am too. I, but my point is, Finch, Finch <laughs> is for all your electrical needs. They can take care of everything from faulty outlets to flickering lights to installing or repairing electrical panels. The point is, this is stuff that you don't want to do yourself. Let Finch t- take care of it. They are right now offering a free home safety inspection to all a PD fans as well. 612-357-2604. FinchHomeSolutions.com. FinchHomeSolutions.com. That is your solution to any electrical needs around your house. And take advantage right now, a free inspection. All right, boys. It is time to rank NFL football teams. Football. Let's get it. This is our weekly pigskin pecking order here, boys. And also, where do the Vikings rank? So we're going to give you, according to the three of us, we each file our rankings of the top 10 NFL teams. We put them together in in an aggregate ranking. and We'll give you the top 10 teams, and then we'll give you where the Vikings fall, and then we will explain our logic here. All right? So let's start with the number one team in the NFL, according to us. Still the Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. I think this is four straight weeks. Uh, they stayed number one despite a loss a couple weeks ago. A nice little comeback in the second half. Down 17 points. Stefan Diggs trash-talking fans on the way back to the uh, the locker room tunnel. So the Buffalo Bills, number one here. I think one of us had the Bills not number one. I did not. But aggregate, they are number one. In fact, Declan had the Bills number three. I did. Mm. I see You're down flaws. on the bills. I see a little bit more flaws. League is flawed completely. You, I think, had the Eagles as the number one mm. team. I did, yes. Judd and I uh, had the Eagles a little further down, but aggregate, they are the second best team in the NFL, according to us. Okay. Number three is the Kansas City Chiefs. That offense hasn't missed a whole lot of whole lot of juice, even though they lost one of the most explosive players. Okay. Number four, Miami oh, Dolphins. Oh, interesting. Okay. This is where it gets intriguing. Well, the next one's where it gets really intriguing. And we'll come back and explain this. But according to us, the fifth best team in the NFL is the Minnesota Vikings. Okay. But there's a weird... We'll get to it. We'll get to okay. it. Okay. All right. Number six, Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. Number seven, the Green Bay Packers. I think all of us have the Vikings above the Packers. A lot of the national rankings are sort of opposite. Yep. But, I mean, we saw what we saw in week one. Hard to ignore it. They're both three and one, right? Exactly. Number eight, the San Francisco 49ers. Now that they have their quarterback situation solidified. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And their defense is really what's solidified. Number nine, the Los Angeles Rams. And number 10, the Dallas Cowboys making their debut in the pigskin pecking order this week. Okay. So Bills, Eagles, Chiefs, Dolphins, Vikings round out the top five. Ravens, Packers, Niners, Rams, Cowboys. This is your pigskin pecking order. Okay. So note that the Vikings are fifth aggregate. Mm -hmm. But none of us had them higher than sixth. And I'll explain why this is shortly. So Declan and Judd both had the Vikings 6th. I have the Vikings 7th. And if you look at it, Judd kind of threw a wrench into our rankings this week because he had the Rams 4th in the NFL. 
Neither Declan or myself had the Rams in our 10. No, they're vulnerable right now. Really? Judd had them fourth. Okay. Uh, Judd, you also had, you put someone else in here. You had the Cowboys seventh. I had the Cowboys out still. I'm still waiting for them to prove themselves. But Sure. Um, because the, let me see. Uh, oh, then the other one was the Ravens. I had the Ravens fifth ahead of the Vikings. Declan had the Ravens fifth ahead of the Vikings. But you had the Ravens out of your top ten. Yeah. And so because of some of these you know funky uh, yeah. disagreements, the Vikings hmm. aggregate are the fifth best team in the NFL according to us. That's awesome. Good. So there well, you go. Right now, in my opinion, too, the the what I consider to be the actual now exhibition schedule is done. Because I think the first four games are where you don't know things. Because, Phil, you're right. Like the Cowboys, I don't know. The Rams, I don't think, are going to be as bad as they looked against San Fran. So, like, it's very... I, I think the month of October is going to pr- provide, ultimately way more clarity that right now I don't feel we currently have. Yeah. And I will say here, the Vikings being this high, and we didn't have them fifth, but the aggregate is that they're fifth here. Mm-hmm. So call it, we think they're between fifth and seventh somewhere. That's largely based on the result of the games and not necessarily the process of the games. Because I think Absolutely. if you look at the process of the games, I actually think the Ravens, and I have the Ravens higher than the Vikings. Yeah. I think the Ravens are a really good team. So the Vikings at some point have to make it look less ugly and win for them to really solidify themselves as one of the top five to seven teams in the league. What they're doing is not necessarily sustainable unless they improve pressure rate and stop stalling out offensively in the red zone and settling for field goals. Agreed. Right? Baltimore, though, I believe defensively is a mess, which is really odd. So, like, that's my problem. Yeah, they're not great defensively. Yeah, I don't know, like... And and what's weird, too, is the Vikings start is cool. That's fine. But the conference beyond Philly looks awful. So, like, I can't decide yet. Like, it just doesn't look that strong. So, it, it's just, I, I think the next month is going to, to start to clear th- things up where it's going to be much more definitive. Because I sat down th- this week and did my personal rankings, and I was like, I don't even know at this point. <laughs> well, who are you? I know you guys did. Didn't you guys do NFC rankings on Mackie and Judd yesterday? Yeah. yeah. What did you guys come out with there? I have to go back and look at mine. I think I had the Vikings. I had the Vikings second. Yeah, and I put them. Did I put them third? Yeah, I, I believe you had them third. I had them second behind the I'm Eagles. really undetermined right now. Another really weird und- thing. So you notice the Buccaneers were not in our 10. Yes. Well, Declan and I had them ninth. Judd had them outside. Yeah, I'm sort of out, out on them right now, too. It feels so they weird. were aggregate. They were 11th yeah. on our pecking order. But they're still, that's just, they they look a little ugly right now, but I still think that's a team that you, you can't just write off Tom Brady and the Buccaneers right now. That's the thing. You're kind of waiting, like, what are the Buccaneers? What right. are the Packers? Correct. Neither team is terrible, but they look a little weird to start the season. And then you got the Giants starting three and one. Okay, is, has a new coach breathed life into something that was deemed to be dead and right. irrelevant? Are they all? Because this happens every year in the NFL, where two or three teams just kind of well, randomly pop up and they're better than you think they are. You know, Cowboys too, right? Cooper Rush has won three games. Cooper Rush ain't going to keep that that job. Is Dak going to step in and it's going to go? 
seamless. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of weird things. The Buccaneers, I want to see with the Bucs. Uh, the Brady thing, to me, feels weird. I mean, he's clearly now his marriage is dissolving. Um, there's, like, just a lot of things that could throw a wrench in in that, including his re- receiving core has basically been out. That's all, that's all, the whole thing is it's God, weird. Did, did he blow his marriage because he wanted to come back Probably. for this NFL? Dude, it's what? the stupidest thing. He's I think the he goat. told her he was done, and then he's like, no, I'm not done. Yeah, he's the GOAT, and he Dude. chose the 2022 Bucks over Giselle. You know what? You know what? You know what I bet? Why? And here's the one thing we don't know about this that might come out. I bet you that whole Dolphins thing blowing up played a big role in him going back. I bet he thought the Dolphins thing was going to work and that he was, I don't know if they had had agreed on that. There's something more here. Like there's another, Mm. there's another twist and the Dolphins thing sounded pretty sweet. So I bet he thought, Oh yeah, the Dolphins thing. That's a go. The league found out, killed it. And now he's like, I don't want to just be home. Something is, there's something else here. Oh man. On the Vikings front, real quick, we talked over on Mackie and Judd. I was just kind of spewing some of my Vikings takes from uh, from the last couple of days being off the shows. And quick plug, by the way, uh, Trenches with Boone, we included 15 minutes of film breakdown at the end of the episode for the YouTube audience. Nice. So definitely check that out. He was excellent as usual. We're kind of trying some stuff with breaking down film with a visual. So just let us know what you think about that on the Purple Daily uh, YouTube channel comments. But one of the things I told you guys is the Vikings are in a prime position here. The fact that they've started three and one while still trying to figure out their offensive system and defensive pieces and everything. They're still molding this thing. And yet they've banked three wins in their first four games, including a a weird trip to London, a home win against the Packers who are a very good team, a feisty Lions team. And now they've got one of the easiest schedules on paper of any team in the NFL. And, I just think we're we're so stuck here watching this team with this low bar of like what is it going to take to make the playoffs, right? No, 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 no. We want Super Bowls on this show. I don't think this is a Super Bowl winning team necessarily, but right. if you want to get to that level and you want to go deep in the playoffs, you can't just stop at 9 or 10 regular season wins. You need to hunt for like 13 regular season wins because you want to get either a bye in the first round to make it easier and or play home games in the playoffs. So you're not All right, we're in but we got to go to at Rams in the first game, and then we got to go at Niners in the second game or something. You want to be at home, especially with that stadium. Yep. There is a – we can maybe do this later in the week, but there is a path to 12 or 13 wins now that you look at this schedule. Here's their – so they already have three wins. Here are the rest of their home games alone. Mm-hmm. Chicago favored. Arizona probably favored. Mm-hmm. Home against Dallas probably like a one or a two point favorites, maybe a push, maybe like Dallas by one, but you know, new England favorites, jets favorites, Colts, likely favorites, giants, likely favorites. Those are your seven remaining home games. Yep. Probably favored in all those games. Can you go six and one or five and two? If you go six and one in those, that gets you to nine without counting road games. Can you find four additional wins? I'm talking a path to 13 wins here, okay? This is crazy, but they've started 3-1, and one and they have not come anywhere near peaking yet. Yep. At Miami, minus Tua. You might be favored in that game. Maybe this, maybe Dolphins by two or something, but that's... Yeah, I bet Dolphins a, by a couple. I bet you're right. 
at Commanders, you should be very gettable. At Buffalo, let's count it as a loss. Mm-hmm. At Detroit, probably favored. And then you got the at Green Bay, at Chicago back-to-back in the last two weeks of the season. So yeah. I'm not saying it's easy, but I'm saying they have set themselves up here and the conference is so wide open and their schedule is fairly weak that it, the goal should no longer be, can you get to 9 and get in? Can you get to 10 and get in? It should be, no, hone this thing and go win like 12 games. Can your offense take off? Because it, it has not yet. And can your defense go up a little bit? It needs to go up. That Those are, to me, the two important things. Because here's the crazy thing, and this might have won you the damn game on Sunday. Your special teams is fantastic. Your special teams has been great. And don't laugh. Don't dismiss that. That's huge. That was an amazing fake punt play. It was. That, yes. The and route, Chris Boyd, everything. Chris Boyd forced a fumble. Chris Boyd no. made a hell of a play there. Um I, I believe that they, they had a substantial punt return, substantial kick return. Like, if you look at that phase of that game, it was huge. So I think if you can get the offense honed, and I'm talking about honed, so it's pretty damn good because it's not there yet, and the defense can can tighten up, right? Just tighten up a little bit. Then I think, Phil, what you're talking about becomes, becomes something that makes sense. Mm-hmm. If you can't, I think you're going to start to scuffle a bit more, but who knows? I believe their special teams lead the NFL in expected points added. So they have the they have the number yeah. one special teams unit so far in the NFL. Seifert tweeted out there from ESPN. Um, they have the number one expected points added group from their special teams, which is very interesting. Impressive. Let me pull up Football Outsiders here too, just for fun, because they do special teams uh, DVOA, which is like their own kind of a, <clears throat> excuse me advanced way of ranking offensive and defensive units within context. Sure. So special teams DVOA right now, Vikings are uh, seventh best overall special teams unit, which is still very good. So, yeah, I mean, and the eye test would tell you. Matt Daniels. The same thing, man. My guy. Told you. Future head coach. I like him. I like him. So uh, this morning... Maya Mackey was very good. She she's she was very excited that her parents were home from uh, from a trip to to see family in Arizona. But she initially thought she was getting up at five thirty. But you know, Daddy just had to go to the bathroom quick. Said, "Let's just calm down." She was ready for Nutrisource at five thirty. Hell yeah, exactly I, right. I wanted to sleep for a little longer, so we uh-huh. slept for another thirty minutes or so. And she was very patient. But uh, she loves her Nutrisource chicken and rice food, the official dog food. Of Mackie and Judd and Purple Daily, Judd. That is right, Philip. And you know what? You know what? I, in this case, Team Maya. Because when Stella wakes me up early, right? She doesn't say, oh, Dad, I didn't know that that you were going back to bed. She says, get in the damn kitchen and give me my breakfast, Nutrisource. And there, there are her treats. She loves th- those two. I'm going to have Stella call M- Maya, though, and tell her, you know what? Tell your dad, I want my Nutrisource early, because that's what Stella gets. That's what she demands. She's a veteran dog. Who knows what she wants? Yeah. Uh, NutrisourcePetFoods.com to find a retailer near you anywhere around the country, even internationally. NutrisourcePetFoods.com. Also, thanks to Federated Insurance for keeping the lights on here on Purple Daily, Score North, Mackie and Judd. We appreciate all of their help and all the help that they provided for business owners over the last hundred years in the state of Minnesota and beyond. You can find a full list of industries that Federated specializes in and see if your business matches up. Could be the best decision you ever make for your business, like having a great offensive line protecting your business. Federatedinsurance.com, where it's our business to protect yours.
And that is a wrap on a Write That Down edition and a pigskin pecking order edition all-in-one of Purple Daily State of the Vikings offense tomorrow for a deep dive into the first month of KOC plus Kirk Cousins and company. And we'll see you on Vikings Ventline right after Vikings Bears this Sunday.